moving is, is really the key to all of this. Welcome to Harmonized Health, Escape the Medical Matrix. Here, you'll gain a new perspective on medicine by showcasing alternative health in all its forms while digging into some medical science and philosophy. You'll gain knowledge about how to care for yourself and your family by building a solid foundation of health that includes movement, sunlight, breathing, diet, sleep, joy, connection, and purpose. All right, welcome back to another episode of Harmonized Health. I'm your host, Dr. Damon. With? I am Dr. Daniel Nikens. Hello, everybody. All right. Today, we're talking about movement versus exercise. So this is a big thing, I think, for people to really understand. Yeah. You know, so uh, we've, uh, you know, we all know we need to, ex- need to exercise, right? Um, but I think a, a key concept to understand right off the bat, we're getting right into it, is that you first need to move. That's the first thing before you add exercise, because like we talked about last week a little bit, is if you're adding exercise in onto dysfunction, then you're setting yourself up for injury and just yeah. failure in general. You're reinforcing all of the, the bad habits that you already have. Yes. You're strengthening your bad habits. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And so we want to move first, start to move well. And then you can move often. So I steal that from Greg mm-hmm. Cook and, yep. and the FMS guys. Uh, well said there. And so, you know, I see this a lot when I'm out, you know, I'm always, always kind of seeing people's movement, you know, being very observant and uh, the, 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 the jogging and the running. <laughs> and man, I just want to tell so many people, you know, but I keep my mouth shut is like, they're just pounding that pavement. You know, yeah. and it's just, it's, it looks so rough on the knees and everything. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, like, you know, and I get where they're coming from. You know, they're trying to, trying to be fit. They're trying yeah. to get healthy. They're trying to lose some weight. Like, I get it. It's just a little misguided, I think, you yeah. know, and it's like, we need to move well. Even if we're a little overweight, still, you can still move well first before you start adding in yeah. that, you know, because then, you know, once you're injured... You know, and once you got those knee problems and, yep. you know, the low back pain, like we talked about, you know, like now, now you, you're fighting an extra, you know, that, that hill was already, beast. was yeah. already pretty slanted. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's It was true. steep and now it's even steeper. So I think um, that's a big thing to start off with yeah. there. So good, anything uh, to touch on with say, that? Yeah, good, good intentions don't always mean good execution. Um, <laughs> so it's it's great to have good intentions and I'm willing to do whatever. It doesn't matter where I'm at. I need to start moving. Uh, but there's the long game. Yeah. And you have to think like, okay, well, yeah, sure, you're doing whatever now. But in three, four months when you're hurt, it doesn't, it sets you back. Yeah. So I thought you were going to go with... The road to hell is paved with good intentions there. And I didn't understand where you were going with that. Oh, well, I mean, that's similar. (laughs) That's that's the same thing, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, I mean... It doesn't doesn't mean it's executed kind of, well. Of, yeah, you yeah. had good intentions though. Yeah, when those uh, when those joints are all inflamed and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, know. they're all literally yeah on fire. <laughs> um, yeah, no, absolutely. But uh, yeah, you you do you see it all the time. And I was I was a really bad example of this too. I mean, 
work, you know, working out my whole life or whatever. And so it's just classic, like, oh, I could do this back in high school, so I'm going to do it right now. And, and you start off and you go in there and you just start lifting weights and moving. And, um, yeah, and then you're, you hurt your back again or you hurt, I would hurt my shoulder or my back. It would bounce back and forth or whichever one felt like popping up more that day <laughs> i would hurt my back or my shoulder and i'd be out for three more four more weeks maybe i would just give up for another three months four months and then try again um that's classic everybody yeah. deals with that and then running like you mentioned um running would give me like splitting headaches and so my posture while running my head forward Every rough step that I took, right, because mm. uh, it wasn't like control. I'd just try and go out and run. Um, my head forward was just boom, 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 boom. Every step to where those suboccipitals, the base of the skull there, would just be yanking on my skull. My head would start pounding, and I was like, this is awful. And once it started, there was no going back. Like, I could tuck my chin, and I could get home, <laughs> and it would, you know, it'd be okay. But once it started, it wasn't like, oh, whoops, let me just tuck my chin, and I can keep running. It was like, no, dang it, I ruined it. I need to go home. It's over. And that was like a light switch. Like, chin forward, pain. Chin back, no pain. Mm. <laughs> um, but just that bad posture while running, yeah, that head, you know, just bobbing around. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, so I had good intentions, but, you know, didn't, didn't yeah. execute well, and it kept me in a really bad cycle for a lot of years yeah. yeah and i think you know before we get ahead into too much of the exercise type of stuff and and posture i think is a kind of in between yeah. but um i think a, a big concept for people to understand is that exercise is a man-made thing you know so yeah. we outsourced you know our daily activities to procure you know, food, obviously, right. shelter, safety, sex, whatever it was, we've outsourced so much of that. So now we have to now mimic yeah. and we have to <laughs> add in that, that extra hormetic stressor that would have just been built into our lives. Yeah. You know, so now it's like we don't do that anymore. So now you have to add it in and and that's fine. But it's like without the movement piece – you know, you, there's like a big gap in between of being super sedentary. And then, you know, so a lot of people will be at a desk for eight hours and then go to the gym for an hour or two yeah. afterwards. And then complain like they have so much to do at yeah. their house. Yeah. Like, well, why, instead of going to the gym, why don't you like pressure wash or something? Why don't <laughs> yes. you do some work around yeah, the house? Yeah, exactly, instead? right? That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a good like movement and exercise. Yeah, I think, we, I think we joked about that in, a, in an older podcast. Yeah, probably. But, um, but yeah, so like for like certain like movement nutrients, I guess we could call them, you know, what like going back to sun nutrients and mm -hmm. dietary nutrients, I think movement, you have nutrients too. And so, you know, we are like the Swiss army knives of movement when it comes to the animal kingdom. Yeah. We don't do anything really the best. No. You know, we're not the fastest, <laughs> we're not the strongest, you know, so we're not going to out muscle a, a grizzly bear. Yeah. Like just not happening. We're not going to out uh, anything, a yeah. grizzly bear. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, and so, it, you know, but it, we, we can do so many different movements. And I think that's why we're, like, enthralled watching, like, you know, gymnastics and, like, figure skating and oh, things yeah, like course. that. I mean, these people doing these incredible feats of movement. And so, you know, things like squatting, hinging, crawling, you know, some of these things you can, you know, watch Naomi 
Um, yeah. You know, I, she's kind of past a lot of that stage now with the whole crawling and, with you crawling, know, coming yeah, into walking and all really these things. It's really cool to see her start to climb. Right. Her hip yeah. hinge is great. Yeah. <laughs> and you were talking about letting her climb. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah absolutely. And so that's, yeah, uh, you got to let her climb. I mean, you got to watch her. Yeah. But yeah. you got to let her Safety. climb. That's an important part of development. For sure. And I think now it's huge. <laughs> she climbs into her. Uh, um, her high chair where she eats, you know, we, we kind of feed her out of the high chair. And so um, it's funny, mm-hmm. Kiara will start cooking and then she'll like walk into the living room. She'll be like, what are you doing? And she's <laughs> just sitting up there in the high chair. And it's like, how did you get up there? Um, and then it's like, okay, well now if that thing's out, we got to watch it. Yeah. And it's funny. I'll watch her. I'll sit there and watch her and she'll climb up and you see her thinking and moving. That's awesome. And, you know, yanking her legs around trying to yeah. get up there. But yeah, those are movements that we, uh, we ditch. I we think ditch pretty quick. Yeah. And that's a, <laughs> That's a, another good point is sometimes we forget that we need to act like kids more yeah. like kids sometimes, you know, um, you know, out on the playground, just having fun, moving, playing together, you know, <laughs> um, I think that's huge too. Cause you know, if you do, if you're, you're at your desk and you're doing your job and it's kind of running you down and then you go to the gym and you're really not enjoying it. Like, I think it would be way better to have an activity you know, and, and especially an activity with others, whether yeah. it's CrossFit, softball, you know, whatever it is, you know, but something that where you enjoy it first, yeah. then you can add in the, the exercise more periodically. And I think you'll get people will get more, um, they'll be able to reach their goals better too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you're just slugging away in the gym and you're just not, you know, present and it's just a, a, a taxi. <laughs> Are you killing bugs on the microphone? I'm sorry. Man. <laughs> um, and I think I think it just really takes away more, um, kind of like zaps the energy. And I think you're you're this you know little little too much for some people, but you know it takes from the energy in the in the structured water of your body, in the fascial, in the um, just the cellular components, extracellular matrix, where a lot of your energy is flowing through. I think that if we're, you know, sending the wrong signals with our movement and we're sending the wrong signals with our thoughts, I think then we're just not going to get kind of where we want to be, you know, whether it's health, fitness, all that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, anything to build off of that? Yeah, I mean, it, it just it has to start somewhere, right? And so you might as well start with something you like. I yeah. think that's just that's a huge thing. You don't force yourself to go out and run if you hate running. Um, I'm forcing myself to go to the gym with my brother every day, and I hate it. I hate. <laughs> I don't like going to the gym. You're that um, person. <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't enjoy the gym. It's not fun to me. I lose interest very fast. Um, I don't like just pushing around heavy weight in a very like structured uh setting i like more of the movement and function and uh you know functional stretching or stability exercises things that i know i can apply to my life and i can move better and be happier and play with my kid better and all that i don't want to just go push weight around no there's nothing wrong with that no not Um, at all but like we had mentioned adding I mean, that's kind of your life. So why don't you get that exercise from your life? And then when you notice, okay, well, I need to strengthen this muscle or I need to single out this muscle or whatever, that's where you go to the gym and and you apply those concepts of, you know, I want to work the chest, so I'm going to do a press. Um, As opposed to, 
you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm going to be bent over and squatting down and, and, you know, doing jumps and all this and that, just playing with my daughter or, yeah, yeah. I mean, if I go home and I need to pressure wash the driveway, I mean, I'm going to be getting, you know, I'm going to be sore. <laughs> yeah. I used to trim my hedges with just clippers, like the giant scissors. Mm-hmm. I used to just clim- trim my hedges with those every single time my shoulders would be on fire. And it was good because it was controlled and it's work that I needed to do around my house. I didn't mind it. Um, but when I have that stuff to do and I don't and I go to the gym instead, it does not feel fulfilling. It doesn't doesn't feel like I'm accomplishing anything. It's just yeah. more work on top of my job already. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So Yeah, well put. Yeah. And I think, you know, for me personally, yeah, things like basketball, dance, yoga, mm-hmm. you know, even just like doing some kind of movement on my own or like you said, like um, I'm I'm doing something to where I'm improving you know, uh, a, a skill or I'm improving my home mm-hmm. or something along those lines. Now you're killing two birds with one stone right. too. And so for me, I've noticed that my mental health improves way. My, my mood is just way higher, you know, even, and, and exercise does a similar thing for me too, but I, I probably enjoy it a little bit more than you do. And I think that's, that's where if it's something that really you enjoy and maybe you're going to the gym with a bunch of friends and, and being more interactive. Yeah, I can do that. You know, I think that's where CrossFit <laughs> really hit it on the head. Yeah. Like they, that was the big concept. Now, do some people get a little bit more injury prone? Yes. <laughs> um, I think if you have a good coach through that. But I think they really crushed it because a lot of the uh, wads are outside. You know, even mm-hmm. even the boxes are opened up. I like that. They have more airflow, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm yeah. big on that stuff. But just the community aspect um, where you're exercising, moving together. Yeah, that's that's my biggest thing for sure. That's the only reason I'm going to the gym is because I'm going with my brother. Yeah. If my brother wasn't there or whatever, I used to go with a cousin of mine a lot. Like, if I'm not with him, you're not going to find <laughs> me in the gym. It's, it's absolutely like the social factor mm-hmm. that keeps me involved. And that's why, yeah, I like to, you know, I'll go play a sport yeah. or something. You know, I'll go outside. I don't even mind doing like, if you're like, hey, Daniel, <laughs> I need to chop down a tree today. I'm like, well, sign me up. Yeah, that sounds exactly. like I don't care what we're doing. Like, Where's the axe? <laughs> yeah, right? Where's the axe? I don't care. Like, it's not about that. It is more of the social factor. That's a huge, huge role for me um, in recognizing that, however... At the end of the day, I still like to go on a run by myself, uh, just by myself. Clear your head. Clear my head, yep, mm-hmm. get my thoughts out. There's a whole lot running around in there, bouncing around between my two brain cells that I, you just you <laughs> got to clear it up, right? So I like to go on a nice walk, a nice jog um, until I can't anymore sometimes. Yep. Um, sometimes you get over that and you just never stop running. <laughs> You're like Forrest Gump now and you just keep going. Um, but there is, you know, that very important social factor. And then there is also like a stress relief factor. And for me, they're very, they're separate. I can have a social factor and still go home stressed, but the stress relief comes from me being able to clear my mind. So maybe that points more to what's actually causing my stress. Maybe that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But a whole nother topic. (laughs) But yeah, I think, uh, you know, for the movement thing also is just uh, a lot of people are already going to have dysfunctional movement patterns. And so, you know, that's where we can also help them as chiropractors. Uh, I don't know why I said it like that. Chiropractor. 
Did I say it weird? No, man. Oh, well. Sound cool. Anyway, <laughs> so I think, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like physical therapists also, and, um, yeah, you know, even just uh, movement specialists that are personal trainers, strength coaches, mm-hmm. you know, I think uh, when I was a personal trainer, um, I was, uh, you know, uh, certified in the FMS, and that really helped, I think, because um, you wanted to find that balance. People had goals. Um, a lot of them had weight loss goals and muscle growth goals, but it, you, I still had to find ways to implement improving their movement patterns, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I did see a lot of success for people, you know, even though they weren't necessarily expending more calories, you know, if you were to perceive them compared to others, they were still making just as much, maybe more progress than others. Mm-hmm. And so I think the body just understands when it feels right. When it, when it feels more coordinated, then it's, like, going to give you more. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's gonna, you yeah. know what you're comfortable with, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of that even with, like, lifting heavy. is just, like, I just need to feel the weight. Yeah. Like, just feel it. You don't even have to move it. You have to yeah. feel it. Just carry it. Yeah. Just and carry, that's, and <laughs> that's one of the best things for, I think, like, just carry some heavy weight. Yeah. You know, farmer's walks and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, and, yeah, back to that kind of point, too, is is, like – Strength, I, I don't think people understand this too, is that strength is actually granted to you by your nervous system. Not necessarily mm-hmm. how much muscle you actually have. There's different ways for your muscles and your nervous system to activate, um, whether it's, um, you know, they have, there's different fiber, muscle fibers to activate, you know, slow twitch, fast twitch, all that kind of stuff. You know, then you also have different firing patterns. Sometimes you're going to recruit all the muscle fibers. You know, sometimes you're only going to mm. recruit some of the muscle fibers. And so, and your nervous system actually has a governor on it. You know, we, we've all heard that kind of story, um, you know, the anecdote where the, the child is, you know, about to be run over by a car or a truck, right? Mm-hmm. And the mom drops the groceries, she runs over, <laughs> and she picks up the car. Yeah, and puts the hand out. Yeah, stops yeah, the yeah, truck yeah. yeah. <laughs> something. Yeah. yeah. Um, I heard it where she picks up the car and, yeah, like, avoids it. There but, was, yeah, know. there was some kind of, like, news article where she yeah. literally, like, rolled the car back over on her own or something. Yeah, and I, you know, and, that, and the thing is, like, we have that strength. We can override ride it but then that person's going to be in the hospital because you just destroyed all your joints tore every muscle you have yeah but you saved your child so and so the nervous system is trying to keep us you know safe and well too but we have that strength and so when you train when you do your exercise uh you know properly with Mm -hmm. proper programming and everything you're just you're teaching that nervous system to give you a little extra each time a little extra each time Mm -hmm. and you know because it's more of those tendons and and the fascia and the ligaments that have to accommodate you know they're going to respond slower yeah but the nervous system the strength is already there yeah it's and so yeah there's a big uh, portion of that is like fear avoidance too whether we know it or not you know it's heavy weight or something yeah. you know i don't want to try to move it i'm going to hurt something and your brain makes that decision before you think you make it mm-hmm. right and so it, it doesn't even let you yeah um or even just where you're at mentally i mean if i'm like exhausted now because we go to the gym late um i'll get there with whatever yesterday we did dips and i was like 
I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> but then you like kind of extend out and then you're like, okay, like I can, you know, I can do some reps, right? Like we've all been there before. Like that initial feel, you're like, ah, there's no way I can lift it. Yeah. But you're like, son of a guy, no, I can. And so like you give it that shot and you're like, okay, I can. But that yeah. initial, it's like, there's no way. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. It's crazy how your brain like interacts. Oh yeah. Um, and I think, um, you know, kind of back to the movement piece is that if you do have those better movement patterns, you're going to the brain feels more comfortable, mm-hmm. yeah, giving you that extra strength. And then to your point too, since I am big on the whole circadian health, it all plays in. You know, mm-hmm. we, even with this conversation is that you're going to have different, you know, responses. So like in the morning, you're going to have higher cortisol. Oh, yeah. It gets you up, get you moving, you know, go, go get the food um, kind of concept. And so we should have more energy then. Mm-hmm. And, but what they, what, a lot of people say is that early on, you that's where you, I believe you're supposed to do more of like a hit, tight, you know, kind of interval training, a little bit pushing yourself yeah. a little bit more. I believe I might have this backwards, um, but more of a strength uh, component in the early afternoon. Um, I could see that. Yeah. And then I think it in the evening is more of a cardio based. So okay. I might have that flip flop, okay. but, but, you know, it's just our bodies and our brains are actually geared to different things, different Mm. portions of the day, you know, going along with the hormonal changes and, you know, blood flow changes and all that kind of stuff. So it kind of makes sense that, you know, we're going to be dialed in on, you know, something at different times. And so kind of, if you're going to the gym (laughs) after work in the evening, I know myself, like I just don't have, I don't have it. Yeah. You know, same, so yeah, like I'm, <laughs> I'm doing more like stretching. I'm doing more of the, the movement retraining type stuff. And, um, but like strength, I seen, I like, I actually like my strength training if I'm doing it in the morning. Yeah. Um, same. but I also just like any kind of stuff in the morning. Like I'm, yeah. I'm already kind of dialing everything back past noon, you know, <laughs> for like the physical stuff. If it's, uh, you know, because I that I like to get up, I like to start moving, get things, you know, a lot of the stuff done early in the day. It's just kind of how I do it. I think, you know, we're we're mainly geared to that. But you know, I do notice that if I do strength training around like two o'clock, three o'clock, I do have a little bit extra in the tank, um, yeah. a little bit extra strength. So there is something to it, mm. and um, and I used to do a lot of running in the evening and nighttime, yeah, and some of the long distance stuff, and so. Um, I think it did help with my sleep, if I can remember back then. It's been a long time, you know, since the the military. But, um, yeah, I think that was – so there could be something along those lines, you know, that people can consider to where it's like you might want to start to kind of design your your exercise and your movement accordingly to the day, you know. So we're just – we're rhythmically inclined beings, you know, whether it's daily – monthly, weekly, yearly, you know, that we're just inclined to live in these cycles, you know? Yeah. Obviously women know the monthly cycle. We all have these cycles. Yeah. And I think I did touch on it before, but it's like, there's, there's seasons for a reason, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, some people living closer to the equator don't really have seasons, but there's still <laughs> changes. They just experience, you know, more daily kind of shifts. Yeah. 
um, where the, the nighttime and the daytime temperatures are different, um, more, more spaced out. So it's like, but we all live in these cycles. And so when it comes to movement and exercise, I think kind of keeping that on the radar, especially for like when I'm trying to coach women, you know, I don't do a ton on this, you know, since it's kind of, you know, I'm focused a little bit more on the functional medicine side, but I do kind of bring it up. And then if I'm working with a holistic coach, um, a strength coach, anything, then I can kind of have them take it from there. But for women, you know, early on in the cycle, in that follicular phase, that's where you can ramp up more the intensity coming up into that ovulation portion where that's where you can really hit those PRs and things like hmm. that for the exercise. Um, you know, that's when they're going to get their testosterone boost and things. And then after ovulation, you know, coming into that luteal phase, that's where we start to dial things back, yeah. you know, slowly. It doesn't have to be abrupt, you know, but coming into that menstruation, you know, now, now we're really dialed down. Now we're introspective focused, um, you know, still moving, still doing movement, yeah. but nothing intense when it comes to exercise in the gym. That way, when we come around into that next cycle, every, you know, we can ramp back up, you know, and I think when women aren't kind of keeping this on their radar and implementing it, then that's where you'll start to see that cycle really get kind of erratic mm -hmm. and, and heavy bleeding and things like that. And so, you know, trying to figure out how to implement that with your stressful life and your stressful job and all these things, that's where it gets very difficult. But um, understanding that women, especially in the month, are going to have different yeah. requirements when yeah. it comes to movement and exercise so yeah but that is applicable to anybody like you said yeah. even with the seasons and stuff I mean, everybody everybody just deep down inside them has that spring cleaning right that comes yes. around doesn't matter if you're on the equator or not all of a sudden you wake up and you're like ah, i need to scrub the baseboards <laughs> yeah. and empty out my closet like everybody has that right so um <clears throat> it's it is interesting when you think of like the four seasons and the different kind of work that does just show up around that, you know, like mm -hmm. you're shoveling snow, you're raking leaves, you're, um, you know, yeah, cleaning stuff off of, you know, debris off of your roof or something. You're, <laughs> you're, you're fixing your roof after hurricane season. I mean, you know, there's just all kinds of different chores, I guess, that come around with yeah. the different seasons. Um, and really, yeah, no matter, no matter where you are in the week and a half that we get of winter, you know, yeah, you got to, you got to get some stuff done. Yeah. You know, maybe it's the work on the car that you've been putting off because you don't want to work on the car when it's 98 degrees and 120% humidity or something, you know? So there is, that's hot. yeah, man, right. That's, that's a good, you're not going to make it. That's like hell. It's the road to hell right there. Right there. Yeah. Um, well, sometimes I feel that around here. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, there are still cycles and stuff, but then there are still those things that you have to keep in mind with your exercise habits. And yeah, you know, you can very easily get stuck in a routine, you know, okay, well, I'm going to do chest this day. I'm going to do legs this day. I'm going to do full body this day. I'm going to do cardio that day. Um, and then we start to lose the, the function that goes behind it because we're just moving primary, you know, muscle groups. We're just, mm -hmm. we're just moving these things. We're not focusing on range of motion. Um, we know that, 
you know, I, you don't have the mobility to do a snatch or something like that. And so you just don't, instead of saying, Hey man, I don't have this. Why does this guy next to me have this mobility, but I don't, um, and start to work on like thoracic mobility, shoulder range of motion. We don't do that. Instead, we just say, I'm going to bench until my shoulder hurts, Mm. or I'm going to squat until my low back hurts. And then just kind of Go yeah, on give with it your life, right? Yeah, and leg so, press. Yeah, go life. do leg press the rest of because my back hurts now. Um, and so it is. It is very interesting that we put ourselves um, in these. Like we take ourselves out of the cycle per se, right? Like even with the seasons, you know, you're gonna have a time where you might be heavy doing one thing, and then now you get to rest that, and you're doing something else. Um, but with our workouts, our exercise that we're trying to do, because we're trying to make ourselves healthier and better or lose weight or whatever, um, we don't give ourselves the time to stabilize. We don't give ourselves the time to work on range of motion. We don't get that function. We don't get, you know, the deep squat to open the hip and, you know, stretch the ankle and the calves and strengthen, you know, the arches and stuff like that. We don't get into those movements. Uh, maybe we just avoid like hip hinge because we don't want to hurt our back, right? Or something. So we just avoid it and our back gets weaker. Um, then, you know, there's, there's all kinds of instances that we don't even really notice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just having that idea of function on your mind, or like you said, even the day, you know, the time of day, maybe you work on function first thing in the morning. You wake up and you, you know, yeah, you go out, you kick your shoes off, you, you go in, you know, to the park or something or just your front yard and you work on nice, you know, deep squats, opening the hips, you know, opening the chest, deep breath, stuff like that. Um, and that just kind of wakes you up. That gets you moving. You stretch, you know, you you reach up and, you know, whatever, mess with the tree. The same thing with Dr. Cooper again. I remember <laughs> big old military, like six foot, whatever, four. And, and he would always be like, yeah, you know, you reach up and I like to grab a branch and bring like the flower down to me. And it was just funny. Smell he's the this, roses. Yeah, this massive, like, you know, <laughs> tall human, big old beard or whatever. And he was like, I reach up and, and I bring the flower to me. And, and that works, you know, a range of motion and stuff like that. And it's just funny because he was a really good like mentor example of that, you know, he's a grown man that would jump up and hang from a tree branch if he could reach it, you know, like he would utilize those things, but take maybe the morning time to do that. And then you can still use, you know, afternoon, evening, whatever for strength training or, or whatever you're getting into. That's a great, great point. Um, you know, because I think it plays into hydration and people don't realize Mm -hmm. that because, so this is what I do in the morning and kind of, Pretty much what you just said, too, is I wake up, you know, my first thing is to have that first, you know, glass of water. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I, you know, put a bunch of different things in, depending on the day. Um, It's got to have some kind of electrolyte or salt, sea salt. And because water and hydration need the salt, okay? So electrolyte, so there's an electrical you know, pathway for, Mm -hmm. for all this to happen. So, you know, if you're just drinking distilled water, which some people do argue is the better way to do it. Um, but I believe that we are designed to have some kind of salinity that needs to come into our body for actually to hydrate. And so that's a little bit of a tangent, but in order to hydrate your whole body, you need to move after having that hydration. Hmm. And so for me, it's, yeah, I have that morning glass of water since I was sleeping, a little dehydrated. Now, after I have that, now it's that movement, like you said. Um, so whether I'm, I'm doing some kind of extension, flexion motion, I'm doing some rotational stuff. 
And, you know, I just, I like to play around with it a lot to, you know, different movements on different days. Um, and yeah, so today I was, you know, kind of going into like lateral lunge kind of patterns. Um, and then also doing flexion and, uh, extension kind of motions while I was standing and, uh, you know, and then I do that while I wait for my French press to be ready. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so then it's like, you know, I have this little routine and so I like to hydrate first and then I got the French press going, you know, and then I got, I got my cup coffee while I watch the sunrise. So, yeah. you know, kind of a little insight into my morning routine there. <laughs> um, and, and then I'm obviously, you know, barefoot and ground grounding at the, yeah. all this. And so, you know. Once ahead, once again, getting ahead of myself. That's going to be my my do this one thing today. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so like like that now the movement plays into hydration, I think, mm. and you can start to see how a lot of those foundations of health play into each other. Yeah, you know, and then the light exposure. And another thing with movement is we are actually generating energy when we move. So life is movement. You know, yeah. even on a plant level. Um, it's like life and energy is all about movement. So if you're moving your body throughout the day, you're generating more electron flow, you know, essentially. And so, you know, if anybody has ever realized like, man, I was moving all day, but I felt more energy, you know, it happens to me all the time. I'm like, I feel, you know, but when you sit at a desk for eight hours, yeah, you don't want to go to the gym because, yeah. like, you just, like, zapped all your energy. <laughs> That's why and, I used for my little slogan, a body in motion stays in motion. Oh, because nice. if you keep your body in motion, you stay in motion. Yeah, right? and unless if, acted upon by a note, right? Isn't it? Well, uh, I think that's a different... Uh, <laughs> that's a body a in motion. Thing. Yeah, well, no, I mean, yeah, a body at rest is going to stay at rest unless, yeah, acted upon by another force. But a body in motion stays in motion, right? Yeah. And so... It, that's the concept is if you keep yourself moving that the movement yep. stays yep. <laughs> you can keep moving you you build up on that yeah. as opposed to yeah you get old you work a desk job and you slowly become sedentary and that doesn't have to happen yeah and yeah. you're yeah and you're you're essentially just slowly dying um <laughs> and it's something that i hear people say all the time and like i'm at a point where i'm like that's, it's just not true. Yes, aging is it's a part of life, but I think people really confuse what actual aging is because we don't know. We don't, we don't see like actual aging anymore. But, yeah. you know, if you do look at some of these people that are gardening all their lives and stuff um, over in Japan or wherever, it's like, you know, they're, they're 100 years old and they're still squatting down and they're still moving. Well, it's because we yeah. give up that. Yeah. We get we stop using it. The body, say. you know, you lose it or yeah. you use it or lose it, and it's like, you know. So we gotta we gotta keep moving. And and before I give you the floor here, because I, I think no, you something fine, to say, yeah. um, is sometimes movement is also just very subtle. Mm-hmm. You know, for myself, like if I am working a lot. Um, I'm just changing positions more than anything. Mm-hmm. I'm making sure that I'm breathing with my diaphragm, which is also movement. Um, and so I'll just be, you know, in a cross-legged position on the ground. Uh, I'll have a little air X pad. So if I'm kneeling a little bit more, you know, I'll kneel on the right leg, you know, on the left leg. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then sometimes I will be sitting in a chair, you know, um, 
you know, some people, they need to set little timers if they're going to be working. You know, you want to stay focused on your work. Okay, set a timer so that yeah. every hour, you know, it goes off. That's okay, important. I just know I need to shift. I need to shift into a different position. Um, and whatever that position is, maybe you're standing, um, you know, and you got a standing desk and you can shift that desk around uh, and kind of go wide leg, maybe stagger your stance, you know, just change your position. Yeah. It's very simple, but that is still considered movement. Yeah. Um, even though you're you're doing a more sedentary job still. Yeah. You know, I got to write notes a lot. I got to do some things online and, you know, do virtual consults and things like that and so it can be very sedentary at times and you know and i don't want to be sedentary so yeah. i you know so sometimes it's just being a little creative and and finding ways to implement that movement in yeah yeah so yeah essentially all, all i was going to say is just if, like, what even is aging and so the concept of aging doesn't really have to do anything with like loss of function there is the idea of yes we hurt ourselves as we live and sometimes those aches and pains you know they restrict us they hold us back sure but in reality i mean like the whole concept of aging is just like our body does what it needs to do it creates what it needs to create until like the telomeres on the end of our dna are gone and then like we die right like we fall apart yep. our body like can't keep up and we die but like until those are gone i mean our, our dna is still there that's that's what's pre protecting us and that's what's you know sending out the signals and creating proteins and all this and that and so like until that's gone, there's really no reason per se that we need to like lose anything until we like die. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, I think I, I think we will lose some like elasticity. Well, you, and right. Skin, you know, of course, the, the you're general lose, stuff. Yeah, like your general, your hair grays. But I think it also, yeah. I think and, it's all about what we're miss. You know, like we're not getting enough sun. We're not moving our bodies enough. We're not hydrating properly. You know, we're not doing a lot of the things that keep these things from degrading right there's always going to be a little degrade well, because we we have a pre-programmed um lifespan in our species yeah you know we're not going to live to 500 right um but you know our metabolisms are, are a little too fast for that but um <laughs> but you know so like i think that's yeah like people people confuse aging with degradation due to mit misuse or disuse right yeah and i think that's what you were getting at yeah i mean like we i mean our regeneration comes from like stem cells and stuff right and we we use those and we lose them as we get older mm -hmm. right and so like if we don't have that then yeah we start to kind of break down we don't repair as well you know we become more fragile and and uh yeah you know you start to lose cognitive functions sometimes and and that comes with dizziness and and so you become more prone to issues but like in reality you i got i got plenty of them in my family these just kind of older like all my puerto rican like great aunts and that are still salsa dancing every weekend right, and, right. and they're i mean they're got better function than me sometimes <laughs> like i i saw one of my great aunts like trip and i was like oh no like i watched it in slow motion she like tripped on the step and i was like this is going to be a hospital trip. Like in my mind, I was like, this is going to be so bad. Like tile floors falling into like a step and son of a gun. If she didn't catch herself, she caught herself on her foot before she, like a lunge almost like she caught herself. And I was like, mind blown. Impressive. This is like, she's like 86 years old or something like that See? and had a catch that was like, yeah, I probably would have went down. I would have, well, that's her genetics though, right? 
<laughs> it's her salsa dancing yeah, every day. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, it really is. She doesn't stop. She doesn't yeah. stop moving. I don't think it has anything to do with genetics. I know a lot of people will say that. And, um, no, it's it's really about how you're how you're living your life, you know, and moving and doing all the things like we talked about before is is really the key to all of this and just uh you know just understanding what actual what our environment should look like yeah you know and then modifying it to whatever your situation is going to look like in your daily life and like i said for me i've found more ways to be out you know barefoot you know doing all kinds of different movements um and i've been doing a lot more dance and that kind of stuff and it, it really just it helps my body just feel better, yeah. you know, less joint pain, less, you know, mood issues or any of that kind of stuff. It's like, if I'm moving, then I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like a human. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and so there's just a lot that people can do. And I think, um, you know, it might seem daunting, especially early on, um, you know, cause they want to, a lot of us want to get there they want to you know just have it all done um and yeah. just adding in those small little things small daily things you know and like you said i think is a great great point start your day off with it because then you already kind of won you know yeah. you already you already got the you own that day you yeah. know so you already did some good stuff even if you mess up right later that day it's okay you know it's kind of like when when people are trying to quit smoking um and i you know i tell them like you're going to smoke a cigarette again, you know, <laughs> it's going to happen and it's okay. You know, it's, you know, we're never going to walk this straight path. There's some people that can do it, you know, they just yeah, cut it out, cold turkey. Um, but, you know, the, a lot of times, most people can't do that. And it's okay if you slip up, yeah. you know, it's, it's okay yeah. if you're trying to lose weight and you you succumb to that Chick-fil-A, <laughs> it just, you know, it got you, you know, you, you got the smells and the aromas. It's okay. And just understand, like, okay, like, you know, I'm going to enjoy it at least now, and then tomorrow I'm back on track. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think that's a lot kind of – I got a little off track there, but, <laughs> you yeah. know. No, but it's fair. If you if you strive for perfection the second you mess up, you're going to be like, oh, can't do it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not worthy. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's important to recognize that you'll slip away from these things. But, yeah, to start your day off on the right track. And I always say don't be afraid to be weird. Because yes, um, being like, you're not weird movement and, and keeping your function is not weird. Everybody else that wants to, you know, be stiff, stiff necked and slouched and, and just live in their bleh, that's weird. Yeah. You know, if you, if you're dropping down into some whatever functional deep squat while you're waiting in the grocery line, be a little weird. That's yeah. fine because you're not doing anything else. That's when I always say bust out Brugers and, and get, you know, open that chest, you know, <laughs> well, elongate, <laughs> right? No, but just open up deep belly breaths. I mean, you're standing in a grocery yeah. line. Like you said, while you're waiting for the French press, right? Mm -hmm. Do something. Yeah. You're not doing anything else. Don't scroll on your phone and whatever. Exactly. Like, do something functional. Be a little weird. It's okay if it's in public. I'll drop in a deep squat while I'm oh, waiting yeah. in line at Starbucks. I and love I'll when people stretch. look at me now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude, move, yeah. you yeah. know, get some function instead of just standing there yeah. um, or focus on using the glutes or whatever while you're standing deep breaths. Like just do something. Don't yeah. just waste that time. And that's, that's the thing too. I think that comes into just life is there's so much wasted time that we have. We come home from work and sit on the couch and 
you know, a quick check of your phone turns into like 45 minutes or two <laughs> yeah. hours. I mean, who knows? Like, just don't waste that time. Try and utilize it. If you're going to scroll on your phone, scroll on your phone on a, on a down on one knee, you yeah. know, in a, in a lunge or oh. something, you know, something like that in a deep squat. Uh, I always give the hamstring stretches. You just throw your legs up on the wall and you don't have to do anything. You just get your butt up to the side of the, you know, to the wall. Got some lymph drainage. Throw your legs up. Yep. You can get some, some lymph drainage at the end of a long day, stretch the hamstrings. You can even bring it down to like piriformis and glute and stuff. And that's where you can sit there on your phone, but get some function out of the time of your day that is wasted yeah because it doesn't have to be wasted like physically mm-hmm. um so yeah try and combine them like you even mentioned with sports you know be a social factor or something you yeah. know dancing or something yeah a nice social factor like get in there and i mean unless you're dancing alone in your room but yeah either way I, i've Which seen I dr do. d groove on the yeah. on the dance floor before oh man <laughs> i was singing some country on the way here Heck i'm yeah, sure man. i looked weird in the car there but you know who cares yeah it's but, like yeah. whatever. Like I'm happy. and that's kind of movement there too. Something like going back to the subtle movements is like how often do we like I notice like I don't open my my mouth or my jaw, mm, you know, really yeah. wide. Well, but then I was your nose. But then I exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then I was like, you know, belting out some uh uh who are the country song i don't even know <laughs> but, uh, hey mine was always yeah. uh luke combs there we go I, right? say, That's I, one of them. I grew up in north carolina and mine was always like i'll start walking your way that was always my favorite when i was in like high school so that's an old yeah. classic but yeah <laughs> But, but uh, yeah, Brooks, it is. Brooks it's important. Dunn. It's important yeah. to yeah, just use all those ranges of motion stuff that yeah. that we don't. Yeah, and I don't. think the jaw is a big one too. Oh, yeah, um, which we we'll probably do a a full podcast episode on that eventually. I think yeah, we'll be hitting some TMJ, yeah. TMJD. Um, but yeah, just getting that motion in the jaw and the tongue. Um, the tongue is very overlooked. I think as like mm. a uh, very important muscle. Um, so yeah, we'll have to dive into that at some point, but I think the last thing that I would touch on, um, is going to be more on kind of like the Hans Selye response to stress. Mm -hmm. So exercise is a stressor, you know, hormetic Mm -hmm. stressor. So we're, we're trying to improve, we're trying to make ourselves more resilient, you know, back to your, your concept or your, uh, bringing up the fragile, Mm -hmm. you know, anti-fragile. Yeah, you know, um, I never read that book, but I hear it's good. Oh. Um, but yeah, so but yeah, with Hans Selye's stress response, you know, you're trying to add in that alarm stage, and then you get that response. But we have to recover, right? Mm-hmm. Because if we don't recover, then we're gonna overreach, and eventually, you know, then we're gonna overtrain. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so it's all about that balance once again. So we want to push the body. We don't want to push the body too much, you know, but we want to push it and just make sure that it responds and improves us. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, if, if you're listening and you don't know, your body needs stress. You need to stress your bones with some kind of resistance or weight training. That's how they get stronger. Um, when you're exercising and you're sore and everything, you're tearing muscle fibers so that they can remodel and, you know, rebuild stronger. So your body needs that stress and it, and it needs to be put through that so that it can improve, but it also needs the rest and the time to be able to do that. If you just keep, you know, kicking a tree to, to try and, you know, make your shin stronger, 
you're probably going to snap your leg at some yeah. point, right? But... <laughs> shins are going to be rough. <laughs> right? Yeah. But, you know, the same with stress fractures and stuff, running and shin splints, stuff like that. You know, if you're just you're just running, you're going to end up with shin splints. But mm. if you can let yourself rest and, and build in between and work on even function and how you're running and stuff, then you can make it through those things. So stress is good. It's good, very but good. too much, too obviously. Much, not so good. Yeah. Same with, like, we talked about the inflammation last time. Inflammation, yeah. great. Yeah. Out of control inflammation. Not great. Right? <laughs> and it always comes back to balance everything. Yeah. I haven't found one thing yet. Well, no. There of must course. be something. Everything in moderation, everything, right? Everything. everything I mean, the yin and the yang. Yeah. You know? uh, and it's like once you find that balance, you know, but, um, you know, another big one just came to mind for whatever reason is uh, our temperature regulation. Hmm. You know, when we live in 72 degrees all day long, we're never stressing the body to respond to, you know, those high, those really, really highs, mm-hmm. the, what you mentioned earlier, the yeah, hell highs. 98 degrees yeah. and 100 and whatever, 20, <laughs> you're drowning yeah. up there. And then the really, really colds, you know? Yeah. And so when we can, when we can, our body understands that, you know, like even myself now I'm outside and it just doesn't feel as hot, you know? And it's because, yeah. you know, with the saunas, which is being outside in general in Florida in July and August, you know, your body gets it, Yeah. you know, um, I'm not going to give up my AC, but <laughs> I'm just going to, you know, understand that I do have to stress my body. I'm going to do the cold plunge. I was going to say, but you got your polar, your cold plunge. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to do the cold plunge. I'm <laughs> so, going to be out in the Gulf in January. I'm going to do it, yeah. you know? Um, and, and it's, it's also like extra exercise, mm-hmm. you know, it's exercising more of those smooth muscles around your, mm-hmm. your arterioles and things like that. And so your body has to respond. And, and I mean, you just feel really good afterwards. I mean, yeah. after a sauna, after a cold plunge, you just feel good. Yeah. You know, so it's like your body just gets it. Yeah. And so we do have to just, you know, f- we have to stress our bodies, you know, but then we have to make sure that we have the opposite. Yeah. And, and we find that nice flow in life, that nice balance. And, and then just have fun with it, too. You know, it's all about, like, we need to have joy. We need to have social connection. And that's where, you know, I've really come around a lot instead of just being so strict with some things, especially diet. And, um, you know, because it's really just about, you know, we only get one shot at this life. So it's like, (laughs) you know, better, it should be enjoyable for the most part. And not every day, but, you know, most days should be pretty enjoyable. So even finding little things, like I was looking at a a nice... uh, it wasn't all that nice, actually, but it was a, <laughs> it was a uh, a spider web, and like I was just yeah. like, but it did have like a hole in it, and I was like, at first I was like, oh look at this beautiful spider, web. I was like, no, that's not a beautiful spider web, but it was still cool. <laughs> it was like you know, and I just sat there and I was like, you know, just enjoying the breeze and yeah. and everything, and just my morning and Scooby's like hanging out, panting, and uh, yeah, so I was just like, it's the small things sometimes yeah. too. So yeah. Um, but I think we'll close out here. Uh, anything you got? I was gonna say. I think that's that's your your good transition into doing your one thing. And and you said yes. what? Just kick your shoes off and take those shoes off yeah. and feel the ground, feel the earth. You know, we feel can. those electrons coming into your body and rejuvenating yourself. Uh, there's a another great thing is um, the little dew that accumulates on those grass mm-hmm. strands uh, is actually energized water. 
And mm. so you're actually getting more energy through your body when you stand on that dewy grass or that wet sand. Yeah. You're going to get more energy imparted. Um, you know, there's a, there's a whole concept around how that water shapes into like an egg shape mm. and things like that. And it's able to transmit you know, electrons or energy a little bit better. Yeah. There's, there's a, something special about the early morning grass. It that's for sure. feels so good, yeah. right? Yeah. I know. No denying and it. So, yeah, yeah, so there's an actual reason behind it. And and so, yeah, take the shoes off. You know, if you want to walk in the grass, even better. Yeah. But just feel that ground and, you know, allow those feet muscles to accommodate a little bit more. Yeah. You know, just, you know, we spend so much time in shoes now and footwear and we're insulated from the earth with the rubber and, you know, just, just start to wear yeah. them a little less, you yeah. know, and then do the movement like, yeah. you know, Dr. Dan was mentioning and, and just, you know, simple movements yeah. and start to integrate that into your morning, into your afternoon, into your evening, whatever, whatever works for your schedule. Yeah. Just get some more movement in. Yeah. And I was uh, going to say, yeah, try and find a way to like make yourself be outside in the morning, you know? Yes. Because that's what a lot of people will say too is like, well, I don't have a front porch or I don't have a backyard or I don't have whatever. And it's like, well, sometimes you have to figure out a way to do that. Yes. That's important too. Yep. There's always the concept of like, um, you know, like tailoring, you know, health to you specifically, but there's also the concept of like, well, sometimes you need things yeah. and you have to, you have to find a way to make it happen. So yeah, yeah try and find a way to, Get to creative. You know, drink your coffee outside in the morning with your, with, yeah, your, your feet in the grass and your, yeah. in your front yard or whatever. Um, I have a neighbor that has a big rock in his yard and he goes and sits on the rock and drinks his coffee and uh, reads a newspaper and talks to anybody that's jogging down the street during the day yeah exactly. <laughs> you know but that's that's what he does um and find a way to do that so yeah, yeah maybe you know it's not just kick off the shoes and, and be barefoot but maybe try and add a add in you know the means of doing that in the morning or or making sure you're doing that just outside i mean if you, if you, if you gotta start inside you know start where you start, start where but try start. and find ways to to add into that i think that's that's I good i love it yeah, yeah that's awesome well, it was a good good episode, I think. Yeah, so, rock yeah. on. Yeah, and so, you know, I'll be uh, I'll be focused a little bit. Going to start to try to build my my online course here soon. So awesome. let's see. I'm going to try to take uh, August and focus a little bit on that here. Um, so not sure when the next episode will be coming out, okay. but you know, we got we got a solid start here, and I think um, yeah. yeah, we'll have to come up. We yeah, definitely do some TMJD soon. Yeah, I think we we should hit start hitting some more diet stuff. That's probably yeah. uh, you know a lot of people like to hear about that. So I think we'll we'll hit some more on those things. Maybe some vitamin mineral conversations. And, uh, yeah, so look, look forward to, you know, talking with you a little bit more on some of these awesome topics and learning from each other. And hopefully everybody else is learning a little bit. Absolutely. And of course, if you guys have any questions or, uh, even any recommendations or anything, feel free to reach out to us Yes, and and we'd love to chat with you guys about it. Yeah. We'd love to hear. We've gotten a couple like emails and stuff here and there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So until next time, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Dr. Damon. And I am Dr. Daniel Nikens, and we look forward to harmonizing your health. Find out more about Harmonized Health by visiting seedandsoilwellness.com. If you have a topic you'd like covered, email us at drdamon at seedandsoilwellness.com. 
Follow and subscribe on your favorite podcast service to be notified when new podcasts are available. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use it as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. Consult your own practitioner for any medical issues you may be having.